Only two questions came in on the SMS line, which I take as a great kindness from you all. There could be a thousand things to, to grill me on this morning. Some of you may still want to do that. It's fine. Uh, but thank you for those who wrote in these excellent questions. Uh, the first one uh, is asking, is the binding of Satan in Revelation 20, is it perhaps uh, him losing his place in heaven and not being able to accuse like we saw in Revelation 12? Uh, he's, able still, he's still able to harass in chapter 12 uh, the church, he's able to wage war and stand uh, behind the beast and false prophet and so on. So the question is really asking, uh, do we read chapters 20 and chapters 12 of Revelation uh, as the same kind of account of Satan's fall, his binding? I think absolutely, uh, that's kind of what I've uh, yeah, hopefully hinted at this morning and I think the question is a really good one to point out that, again, Revelation is a series that sort of goes around and around. Uh, Revelation 12 and 20, uh, if you want to do a bit of homework this week, be good to have a look through and how uh, similar they are. They're, I think, parallel passages that tell us about Satan's fall and his, uh, his inability to do more than uh, just a little bit of damage. Uh, so I think it's a good question and it does, I think, um, yeah, help uh, us see that Revelation does need to be read uh, as one big unit where you see multiple things happening. Uh, the second question, uh, is, uh, back in Revelation 20, uh, does, uh, I think what I've said about the uh, millennium being now, does that mean that the first resurrection of martyrs has already happened? So if you have your Bibles open and wanted to look this up, uh, in Revelation 20, um, in verse, uh, where are we? Verse 3, 4, 5, uh, John sees people sitting on thrones, being given authority to judge, uh, and this is on, uh, sorry, this is verse 4, um, I saw the souls of those being beheaded because of their testimony, uh, they had not worshipped the beast, if you skip down to the end of verse 4, they came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So the question is, is that literally what's happened? Am I saying that uh, those who are killed for their testimony Jesus have already been resurrected? Uh, because that sounds, sounds a bit unusual. Now, this is one of the really hot spots in this whole disagreement because uh, whichever way you go, there are a few complications. Uh, can I say first, if, uh, if, that, if that were the case, um, then, uh, sorry, if this was a literal resurrection from the dead for martyrs, I think that's quite problematic, especially for the pre-millennial position. Uh, that is, if you believe that as Jesus uh, conquers evil, uh, the first resurrection happens, everyone who was dead uh, in Christ raises to physical life again. Uh, there's some real difficulties about how that then ends up in rebellion against Jesus, uh, is there a second fall? Uh, that is, uh, are we able to sin after our, we've been resurrected and given new bodies? I think the rest of the New Testament is very clear we can't, so I think that's quite problematic. Um, what I want to say is, I think as we read about a resurrection, as we read about new life anywhere in the New Testament, there's often a number of levels it works on. Uh, so if you, want, if you have your Bibles open, I want to turn to John chapter 5. Uh, I think what we see in John 5, uh, by the way, I think John's probably the same John who wrote Revelation, so I think this is probably a helpful place to go to. Uh, in John 5, this is verse 20, oh, 24. I'll read uh, John 5 from verse 24. Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed from death to life. So there's a, a sense in which someone who was dead now comes alive. Uh, very truly I tell you, time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For the, as the Father has given life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to give life in himself. Uh, and so he has given him authority to judge because he's the Son of Man. Uh, verse 28, Do not be amazed at this, for a time is coming when all who hear in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Uh, those who have done what is good but will rise to live, and those who have done what is evil uh, will rise to be condemned. Now, it's quite a long, uh, especially Q&A time, passage to read out. The point here is, 
even there you see a couple instances of death and life being used in multiple ways. So I think in Revelation, as you hear about those coming to life, I think it's fair to say that's probably about conversion. The first resurrection is probably, for me, conversion. It may be something about um, yeah, living in heaven, in the heavenly realms, uh, even now. I think that's also possible. But in Revelation, we're told that those who have been raised to life uh, reign as kings and priests even now, which I think is exactly how, Jesus, how the New Testament describes the church. So my take is, yes, uh, in a sense, we uh, have already been, uh, experienced the first resurrection uh, as those who follow Jesus. That's my take, and I'm happy to talk more about that.